it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this episode of New Horizons. Thanks for your company. I'm Vaughan Benison. Blind Citizens News is Blind Citizens Australia's quarterly news magazine and uh, it's due to come out in the next couple of weeks. Coming up shortly in the program, we'll be speaking to editor of Blind Citizens News, Jonathan Craig. But firstly, I'd like to read you this editorial because I think it's really appropriate for the times. It seems like ages since I last wrote one of these. Lockdown affected our sense of time in fascinating ways. Many of us have struggled with insomnia exacerbated by anxiety and the change of routine. Others have been shocked by how exhausting staying at home can be. It reminds me of the way I felt in many hours I've spent in hospital waiting rooms, preparing for some verdict or other, or the absence of one. It's the tension of having your fate in the balance. Whatever else some of us have been struggling along with this uncertainty, I think our whole society just spent some time in the waiting room. New Horizons host Vaughan Benison and I both initially felt our respective channels wouldn't have anything to say about the pandemic that others couldn't say better. But the topic seems to have an almost inescapable gravity. It's just like the way waiting room conversations always orbit the same subject matter. What will the doctor say this time? I wonder where he could have been all day. Will she offer anything new? Or will I leave here with nothing to show from all this sitting around? When the present is paused, we are somehow compelled to make bets about the future. But difficult and tiresome as the process can feel, I don't believe it's as fruitless as you might think. We may not feel we have a choice but to worry about what's ahead of us. But in some ways, we might be able to make it better than what's behind. I'm not denying the difficulty and disruption we've all been enduring. But this crisis has also challenged and inspired people in unprecedented ways. As we emerge blinking into a new day, I hope we can keep up the community spirit and work together to turn yesterday's trials into today's targets. One thing I hope lockdown has defeated forever is society's long-held reticence around communication tech. Many of us who've endured punishingly long public transport journeys are now in a much better position to request working at least partially from home. Telehealth consultations too are an incredibly positive development and not just because you can avoid those waiting rooms. I feel we'll much less frequently need to arrive at high-stakes appointments flustered and exhausted after navigating a complex hospital or unfamiliar roads. In her piece last year on the National Policy Council's new and timely healthcare policy, Fiona Woods described the medical profession's unwillingness to provide correspondence digitally due to security concerns. In my personal interactions, I've seen that change utterly in the last two months. And I hope that will prove true 
generally as well. But the most important impact of this time, which is harder to quantify, but potentially game-changing, is around empathy. The needs and difficulties of people with disabilities have rarely received such frequent media coverage. BCA's online happy hours should go down in history, not just for uniting our community, but also for drawing mainstream attention to the ways in which we're facing the same fears and feeling the same loneliness as everyone else. But we've also recognised, as a society, that COVID-19 has impacted different people in different ways. A recent story on the project highlighted the unique challenges physical distancing presents for people who are blind or vision impaired. It is far more difficult to judge how far you are from someone else, or, in some cases, even to know another person is present. BCA has been doing brilliant advocacy around this issue, with their Be That Person campaign, designed to encourage us to get back into the community and show others how they can best assist us. Many of my friends hope this will result in fewer terrifying incidents where they're grabbed by well-meaning strangers. One of the things I've been doing during my own period of self-isolation is catching up on all the TV I'd missed. Much as I've enjoyed how much described content is now available on various streaming platforms, in a time like this, there's nothing more satisfying than knowing you're watching the same thing at the same time as everyone else. The arrival of audio description on free-to-air TV couldn't have come at a better time. Watching live described programs meant more to me when I came to understand that it was a victory more than two decades in the making. That story is told in this issue's feature essay. And though it reveals the difficulty of the battle and the work that still needs doing, it also reminds us that, frustrating and arduous as it can feel, advocacy works. Though parts of our Eye to the Future program have been necessarily put on hold, I love the recently launched website, which you can also read about later this issue. Of course, at the moment, there are fewer jobs than ever, but again, this is a great chance for us to think about how we can create a more inclusive job market. So, all in all, as tough as this year has been for everyone so far, I believe that by making the best of what we've been dealt, we can build something better than what we had before. In your very near future is the rest of this issue. As usual, I hope you enjoy it. Until we meet again, stay well and stay safe. Jonathan Craig wrote that editorial. He joins me on the program now. Once again, a really positive editorial that uh, we've just heard in this edition of Blind Citizens News. Congratulations on that. What else have you got for us this time around? We are telling a little bit the story of what BCA has been up to in the past couple of months. Um, uh, Emma Benison has written a piece uh, really describing some of the ways that BCA has been very innovative in responding to these these challenges. And I think she really captures the way that, that we have been uniquely ready uh, for what has been a very 
difficult time and that we've done some really great things to pe- keep people together. You know, we've also got updates on on how a lot of BCA's current projects are going. And um, there's been some changes, but a lot of things are, are still moving along uh, at, a, at a rapid pace, if in slightly different forms. Um, the biggest uh, story in this issue, which is also another very positive story, is uh, the story of what has been a 25-year battle to get audio description on free-to-air TV, which we have now at least partially succeeded in doing. Yeah, that's really exciting news. We've uh, talked about that on New Horizons before, and uh, as we speak, there are around about 14 hours a week on uh, the ABC and uh, an additional 14 hours a week on the SBS. Have you had a chance to watch any of the audio described programs? Um, ironically, I have not watched any at my own house because I am one of the people who is mentioned in the article whose TV doesn't support audio description, but I have watched some at a friend's house. Uh, I have to say it was incredibly, incredibly exciting. Mm. Um, and you know, it just, it does make me think that it's time to upgrade my TV. Um, but it's more exciting as well in the sense that, um, I didn't really realize until I was researching this, just how long it has taken and how much effort that has been put into it. And we go back into that history uh, all the way back to 1929 to the first, what, what I would say was the first recorded instance of audio description. That's remarkable, isn't it? 1929, we're talking about nearly 100 years ago, and uh, it was even being discussed at that time. It just goes to show you how slow the progress has been. It does, but it also reminds us that, uh, you know, as a particularly people of my generation, we can often feel very cynical, uh, like we're beating our heads against a wall sometimes. But, you know, this reminds particularly us that this process does bear fruit eventually. And yes, it is difficult, and yes, it can take a long time, but after 25 years of persistent uh, determination, basically, we have audio description on on free-to-air TV. It's not everywhere. Um, it's it, We still have more work to do, um, but it is here. And uh, I think that that is partly due to the moment that we're living in now where minorities are receiving a lot more attention than they previously did. Um, but I also think that uh, it is due to the, the absolute uh, unwillingness to give up on behalf of, on the part of a lot of BCA members and a lot of other advocates through the years. And what have we got from other contributors this time around? One of the things that I'm really excited about is our letter to the editor, who is, which is from uh, a guy who's been really enjoying the uh, BCA happy hours that we've been having. I haven't been able to, I've had a lot on in the past couple of months. I've uh, oddly enough been busier than ever uh, during the pandemic, but uh, I am so proud of what BCA has done and what he says in just a very short space of time absolutely embodies the special nature of of BCA's achievement in in keeping our members connected throughout this period. And when are submissions due for uh, for the coming issue? So submissions for the next issue of Blind Citizens News 
close on Friday the 28th of August. You can submit those uh, via uh, email to bca at bca.org.au uh, and you can also uh, submit them via mail in braille, hard copy, print or audio CD. Um, and if you want to know about other ways of submitting, just call the office. And that's it for this week's program. If you've enjoyed it, please let us know. New.horizons at bca.org.au. New.horizons at bca.org.au. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, call 1-800-033-660. or email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughan Benison. Talk to you next week. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams, of our dreams.